What's happening? It's your girl Toya B. We in these internet streets. That instrumental you guys were just hearing will be my song recommendation for this week. I've been sitting here listening to that song on repeat strictly because of the beat. I'm actually just now learning the words to it because the beat is everything. If I had the right type of car for me a few 15s to go up in the young trunk, you wouldn't be able to tell me nothing. I'd be rolling all the windows. I just want you to know, but I don't have the right car. None of your business what type of car I got. Just know it's not the right one for some 15s to be in the back. And um, we're going to move on swiftly. And we're going to get into the business of these here celebrities. Um... We're going to start with a serious subject to this time, and I'm not even going to be on it long. It's just that I wanted to touch on and give my perspective and share the question that I have. Um, and it's with the Starbucks discrimination case that was in Philadelphia a few weeks back. It, on April 12th, 2018, Rashawn Nelson and Dante Robinson patronized the Center City location in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So they asked the staff for the code to use the restroom. The staff advised them that it's only for paying customers. He said, okay, they went and sat down. Soon as he sat down, the staff came over and asked him if he wanted to buy something. They advised that they did not wish to buy anything and told him that they were waiting on their friend because they were there to do a meeting. Apparently, the staff walked away, and the manager, her name is Holly Hilton. I believe that's how you pronounce it. It's H-Y-L-T-O-N, just in case you want to look her up and tell her how you feel about her. She called the police and told the police that she has a guy, have guys in the store that won't purchase anything and won't leave when asked. And called for the police to come and have them removed. So basically, she called and reported that they were trespassing. And they were not. The police came, did not read them their rights, accidentally, the guys were questioning them. I saw this much in the video. They were released, like, in the wee hours of the morning. However, um, the customer that filmed the encounter was completely stunned. You know, it's interesting when white people see the realities of a black community. I'm pretty sure that's not the first time they've been racially profiled against, and I'm for sure it won't be the last. But she was at a loss for words, and she just didn't understand what happened and why were the police called. Mind you, the friend that they were waiting on arrived as soon as they were being taken out in handcuffs. I finally found a copy of the 911 call today and I listened to it and I was like, she doesn't sound like she's in any panic. It's not a lot of commotion in the background. Matter, as a matter of fact, for it to be a Starbucks, the background was quite like, it was literally no sound in the background. So it wasn't even like it was a big commotion or it was something that would even lead you to call. Mind you, the guys, when the police came, they just got up. And went with them like they didn't make a fuss or anything, which I am so happy that they did not do that. I'm so happy that they chose to be calm. Just let whatever have happened because you about to get paid <laughs> for discrimination. And just as long as you do not up the wrong way, your money is secured. Starbucks, they have no other option. They're going to have to come up off some money. How much? We'll never know. But they are. 
on, I want to say Saturday morning, I guess Starbucks was trying to prevent the hashtag on Twitter, Boycott Starbucks, from gaining momentum. The CEO released this sorry-ass apology that I'm like, sorry, oh, no, 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 we're going to get the boycotting of the Starbucks going, especially after this vague lack of responsibility, lack of accountability, trifling-ass apology. And I'm like, no, sir, no, sir, those young gentlemen was arrested for no reason other than being black and sitting in Starbucks. Then it comes out that the manager that called the police on them was even like that to people of color that worked under her. The guys basically let them know on Good Morning America, they did an interview and they was like, listen, we feared for our lives. We didn't know what was going on. And, and, and nobody can deny that they didn't have a reason to be fearful, given Alton Sterling, uh, Philando Castile. Trayvon Martin, Mike Brown, the list goes on and on. And those are just the big names. There's several of them we haven't even heard about. But, of course, they were frightened. My thoughts on the whole situation is Holly uh, Hilton, she can suck several sick dicks. Oh, racist-ass prick. It's just with no, no reason for you to treat them the way that you did. And I just want to know, what did you get from that? My other issue I have with Starbucks is on certain sites, they say that she was fired. On others, it says that it was a mutual decision. I need to know if she was fired or if she chose to quit because it does make a difference in my book. If she chose to quit, then Starbucks, you really didn't resolve the issue. And if you fired her, okay, cool. Now, don't get me wrong. I wish nothing bad on anyone. Because I believe in karma and it comes back on you tenfold. However, she should have been fired because she was racially discriminating against customers. Two black guys come in, all of a sudden they threatening you. Girl, good and bad. We're not, we're not doing that in 2018. Black people are sick and tired of the discrimination. But, uh, I do want somebody to forward a message over to Rashawn and Dante. And let them know that they need to sue the star straight off of Starbucks. It needs to be just bucks by the time they get through getting their payday. Because they got y'all fucked up. We're going to move on swiftly. My next story is K. Michelle. So, if you follow K. Michelle on Instagram. And if you paid attention to some of the interviews she did before her tour started. And when she released her album. She announced that she was getting her butt reduced. I don't know if she had silicone injections purely or if she had the fat transfer or if it was a combination of both. I'm not sure exactly what happened. But whatever she put back there to make it bigger than what it was, she was going through surgery to have it removed. Now, I was a little concerned because when she said that her surgery was scheduled maybe two weeks, it wasn't longer than two weeks before she started her tour. And I'm like, girl, I mean, listen... We're not spring chickens, and you older than me. So we, we're not spring chickens, so we don't bounce back like that. I think you might need to take you more than just two weeks to recover, honey. But that's neither here nor there. So apparently, she did go and get the surgery, and she also went on tour. Once on tour, she started having all types of complications. And apparently, I don't know if it's the silicone or the fat transfer or some equipment, you know, some type of liquid that they mix into it to make it do what it do. Whatever it was, it was traveling through her body, which was causing her to have different infections inside of her body. 
to the point where she would be performing on stage in pain. And when she get off stage, they rushed her to the hospital. Apparently, um, a lot of the things that were going on with her were life-threatening. And I hope that all is well and that God intervenes in whatever the devil may have planned for her and help her to get back to 100%. After going through, I want to say maybe one of her last blood transfusions, she put a long post on Instagram to let everybody know what was going on. And in the post, she stated that there were a lot of people that she felt should have been there that wasn't there for her. And she just basically let it, let it be known that she was going to move differently. And that a lot of people she befriended before won't be friends, you know, continuing on because they, in her opinion and in her view of how the things went down, they left her high and dry. If you follow Kay Michelle or you're a big Love & Hip Hop fan, then you would know Jonathan that was on Love & Hip Hop New York last year is, well, was Kay Michelle's best friend. And he did a video. He was just going off and and saying different things. I, I couldn't watch it. It was it was irritating my, my, my whole being. So I clicked off of that. So exactly what he said, I don't know. And I tried to go back. I don't know if Atlantic wiped it off the internet. I don't know if VH1 called him and told him he got to take it down or what. But it is nowhere to be found. So I wish I could have stomach listening to it when it was available. So apparently they're no longer cool yet again. My thoughts on the whole situation, I had to learn a long time ago that you can go out your way and be there for people. And when you are in need, they won't be there for you. It has to be something that you have accepted and that you can move forward. Now, I'm not saying that you keep your circle full of people you can't count on. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is me being Toya and how I view things is not necessarily how Jim is going to view the same situation. So it could be something that I felt like all my friends need to be around. And only two came through. If only two come through, that's your main clique. That's who you need to roll with all the time. Those other ones, you know, if you see them in the street, say, hey, if you want to go to a party, cool. You just know that those aren't the people that you can call when you really need something. And it just is what it is. And you're going to have people like that. Everybody that you call a friend or a best friend, will not be there for you when you need them. There's a lot of users that also carry the title of boyfriend, husband, cousin, sister, brother. Hell, in certain cases, it may be your parents. It just is what it is. It's, people aren't going to be there for you the way you feel that they should be. And you have to come to terms with that and then act accordingly. If a person can't be there for you when you need them, you have to then... Decide whether or not you're going to be tit for tat, if you're going to rise above and be there for them regardless, if you're going to cut ties. It's up to you how you manage your relationships. And I'm a firm believer in you reap what you sow. So if you're there for somebody that's never there for you, you're just going to be blessed abundantly. You're going to have your trials and tribulations. You're going to feel bad about it. But at the end of the day, you're going to always come out on top. And they're not going to be is successful and a lot of times we tend to look at, at a person's life this kind of off k michelle but a lot of times we tend to look at a person's life oh they're married oh they got kids oh they got a good job they got a good man they're always traveling this is that and we we consider that as them winning not realizing that yeah they got a husband but 
they're unhappy. Yeah, they got these children and they're able to travel, but they're unhappy. Or, yeah, they can travel because she's not paying her bills or he's not paying the bills. So, yeah, they traveling. <laughs> no responsibility. Hell, I have to travel too. But we just have to look at people realistically. Stop making up in our mind that you're my best friend and as my best friend, you should do this and do this and do this. If that's how you view your best friends, you want your best friends to be there whenever you need them. You want them to, to shop and go to the malls and this is, then you need to find a friend that can do all those things. If you're going to be friends with someone that can't do that or isn't doing that, then it's all on you. You can't get mad at the next person for being who they are. With this Kate Michelle and Jonathan, I just want them to be done with the friendship. When I tell you they make up, break up, make up, break up, make up, that's just dysfunction. You guys just aren't meant to be friends. And it's okay. Sometimes you meet people that are cool people. They're just not meant to be a part of your life. You can speak to them when you're out in the street. You can text here and there, call here and there, like them on social media, follow them on social media, whatever you do. All of that and just move forward. Them being friends like that, though, it's, it's a ticking time bomb because every time you turn around, every six months, it seems like they're arguing and they're fighting and it, it, it's just too much and it's tiring. And given her health issues, she, she ain't got time for that anyway. Child, cheese, fucking around with my life and this and this and that. Uh, bye, bitch. Uh, you not needed. You, I came in this world solo dolo and that's how I'm leaving this bitch. So goodbye, Miss Thing. Who gives a fuck? I tell people that all the time. Girl, don't be concerned about who like you, who don't like you. Don't be concerned about what the next person is doing. Just make sure you good. You get up there to the pearly gates. He ain't you nothing about Jim, Jane, and whoop, bam, boom. He gonna ask you strictly about you. And you just gotta make sure you can say that you were there for your friend when they were in their time of need. You did right by X, Y, Z. And that's all you need to be focused on. So I hope that K. Michelle just says, fuck it. Whoever was there, love them, appreciate them. Show them that you care and ride with them till the wheels fall off. And even then, get to walking. Because them your people. But everybody who wasn't, you know what to do. Do them the same way they did you. Disappear. There's really no need to bash people on, on social media. It just isn't. It's a stupid thing. Because at the end of the day, it's going to be people who see it that don't need to see it. It's going to be people who see it that's going to cause more friction. It's going to take it and run with it. And I'm a K. Michelle fan. I just got to put that out there. I love K. Michelle music. I love her down-to-earth quality, her ratchet quality. I love all of that. But at some point and at some age, you just have to let that shit go and let people do the dumb shit that people do. People are just stupid. And it just is what it is. We're going to move forward. But before we do that, I want to wish K. Michelle a speedy recovery. Her next album should be lit. Even though she says she's retiring, I don't believe she's retiring. She She's an artist and she loves to sing and create music. So, girl, bye. I see you on your next tour. I'll be here for your next album. Let whoever going to be there for you be there for you. Whoever is not, kick rocks with open toe shoes on. We're going to move on. The next one is Taylor Swift. Child, Taylor Swift pissed black Twitter off. Black Twitter was so over Taylor Swift. 
They grabbed her by the young collar and drug her over those coals. <laughs> and they did it all because she decided to, I don't know if we're going to call it reinventing or a cover or a remix. I don't know what term you want to put in it, but Earth, Wind & Fire has a classic song called September. You hear it at all the family reunions. It's, it's like the fish fry. You need the fish fry. And then you need September. September, I'm pretty sure you do Step of the Name of Love, um, the Electra Slide. All, it goes all that. All that's right there together. Um, she decided to do, um, I believe she's calling it the country version of that song. Nobody is here for it. Like, it, it's horrible. Now, I've never been a Taylor Swift fan. That's just my opinion, though. I mean, if you like her, I love that you like her. She ain't my cup of tea or orange juice. Apparently, she don't allow some black fans. Any black fans she had, they're kind of on the on the fence with it. They don't know what to do because she added a banjo. She slowed it down, and it was like, oh no, Miss Ma'am, Miss Girl, no ma'am, mm -mm, mm -mm. who asked you to do this? Please forward me the request so we can find them and tell them. No, 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 no. I was like, ooh, Miss Ma'am. All I'm saying Taylor is, oh, hell no. That's what we're going to tell Taylor. Taylor, oh, hell no. Get out your grandparents or your great aunt's CD collection. We don't need you to remake Earth, Wind, and Fire. Don't touch a damn thing of the temptation. Leave Tina Turner's music alone. Hell, even leave Little Richard's music alone. Don't touch shit that a black artist has done. Stick over there in your pop and, and, and in your country. You got you some Britney Spears you can redo. You can maybe even do some of Christina Aguilera. I don't know if you can hit all those high notes that she do, but I say give it a chance. You got Sonia Twain. You got options. You got options. Just stay at our pool because you're disrespectful with our music. And apparently Black Twitter are already over you. They don't need any other incidents, you know, to push you farther into their shit list. Because you're definitely on there. And I actually thought it would only last for a day or two. Oh, no, no, no. They had time that week. Because they politely picked her ass up and drug over them coals all week. And it wasn't even just like little people that um that just be on Twitter. It was celebrities that was over it. Oh, that was over it. Child, oh, never mind. I'm leaving it that. I ain't trying to get my little channel snatched down. I don't want no problems, no problems. Whoop. Shout out to Lil Scrappy for that little reference right there. And I hate that. You know, Lil Scrappy. You know what? Get off of that too. Shout out to Lil Scrappy for that. No problems, no problems. Okay. Billboard Music Awards, they recently came out with their nomination for their their show this year, which airs on May 20th, 2018. I don't really care about all the categories. I really don't watch the Billboard Music Awards. I just wait until the next day so they can show me who won what. The category I want to talk about is... The female hip-hop artist, best female hip-hop artist category. And the nominees for that category is just three now. Now, I want you to understand that there are several categories that have five and six. But for whatever reason, they, they were only able to find three female hip-hop artists to put on 
this here list for a nomination. Catch that T. The three that they chose is Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, and Bad Barbie. Cardi B, I believe she is nominated for five awards. And she's going to take home two for sure. Um, she's going to take out, I believe it's Outstanding Performance on the Charts or uh, Outstanding Artist or something like that. She broke Lauren Hill. She broke um, Taylor Swift record. She broke a few more of the records. So I'm pretty sure they're going to end up giving that one to her. So she has that one. She's also nominated for Best New Artist. She will also get that one as well. I don't really see anyone surpassing her. Now, my issue with the female rap category, I don't necessarily think that that one is going to be given to her because regardless if you listen to Nicki Minaj or if you paid attention to any of her songs, she did a lot of features and a lot of her features charted, especially Break It Up. That That is still a count for her, just like all the other ones count for Cardi, so don't get, don't get in there tripping. So, when you really look at the catalog and what they actually did and what they're actually looking at, I mean, it's 50-50. Either one can get it, and it will make sense. But I don't believe it'll be a card. I believe they'll actually give it to Nikki. But we should see. I just wanted to point that out and see what everybody else thought. I know a lot of people hate Nikki because that's the end thing to do. I think that shit is crazy, to, to say the least. Because actually, Nikki is now back into her Roman revenge era where she is actually rapping now. And I think we're going to be pleasantly surprised as to how good her album is going to be when it drops. Like, I really do believe that she's in her bag and she's going to come out and it's going to fuck your head up. But a lot of people don't even listen to female rap like that anyway, including Card. They just don't listen to female rap for whatever reason that may be. I don't know. But we should surely see. My last topic which is great that it's the last topic since I normally will close my um, podcast with musical recommendation is a new project. Um, J. Cole, his project actually released Friday on 420. He was the one to just announce. I think he gave you like a week notice. Listen, my album's coming out, girl. I'm going to need you to be ready on 420. Now you can stream it or you can download it. Just know it'll be available for you on 420. He also did, I want to say I saw two pop-up shows, one in London and the other in New York. I was pissed because I couldn't go. Anywho, um, the next person to say they're going to release an album is Kanye. Kanye's album comes out on June 1st. Kanye and Kid Cudi are also doing a joint album that is going to be released in June. I believe it's June 8th, but I'm not sure. So I believe the following week he's going to release a joint album with Kid Cudi, which should be interesting. I was kind of hoping that he and Jay was going to work that out, but let's move forward. Tiana Taylor comes out on June 22nd. Drake is releasing his album um, in June. He didn't give an exact date, so expect Drake album June 2018. With all of this coming out and this other artists that, that are releasing, you know, new projects, you know, Jay-Z and Beyonce are coming, you know, Nicki um it's coming who else said something sammy actually has been making a lot of waves he's been out with new stuff i'm trying to think 
if Birdman ever get his mind right, we'll finally get C5. He's really starting to really piss me off. But we're going to move forward with free C5. My question is, it seems like a lot of the older artists are coming out and trying to sign these new artists. And what I mean by that is, just in June alone, everybody I just said, they've already been there, done that. They know the ropes. They know how to do the promo and put out good music and tour. They know how to do all of this stuff. And they they aren't using SoundCloud is to push and make them bigger than what they are. Or social media for that instance. I just find it amazing that they're still able to do it. Because back in the day, you may have had two good rap albums. Jay-Z is the only one that I can think of. This from the late 90s that's still making music and still selling. Jay-Z is the only one that I know that is still able to top the charts in 2018. When you really look at it, like Juvenile still makes music. And he makes quality music. He has his uh, mixtape called Mardi Gras. Loves that mixtape. But you didn't hear anything off of it. Um, let's see, who else still make music? Jesus still make music. And his album didn't go, you know... Didn't do what the numbers are supposed to do. There, there are a few others that, you know, they make good music. But it's not being seen. The only one that's really being seen is Jay-Z. Oh, Nas got a new album coming out. I don't have the exact date. So I'm happy to see it. I really am because I feel like these kids are being gypped. There isn't an artist that you can say that's new and popping right now that transcends all genres transcend all ages. They're just doing it. Now, you would say Cardi B. In all honesty, you guys aren't feeling Cardi for her records. You're liking her personality, which is great, which is wonderful. I want her to win, but I'm just putting it out there. It's more so because of her personality than her music. Because that album was mediocre at best. But that's neither here nor there because we're not here to review that. I, I I was just curious as to how everybody else is feeling. I'm excited. I'm ready for it. I love concerts. I love new music. So I'm here for all of it. And with that being said, I think that's about it. Now, I do have two, you know, song recommendations for you guys. I actually recorded, I want to say, two to three podcasts episodes that I may or may not publish so just in case I don't publish <laughs> publish it I wanted to be sure to get some of the songs from those podcasts and put it on ones that I know I am going to publish like this one here so on one of my original ones I had nice for what by Drake if you heard it it's everything it's basically in my opinion an old to New Orleans because he has the the bounce music incorporated into the song. He has Big Frida, you know, doing voiceovers in the song. And it's everything. And it's basically my theme song. Because <laughs> that's how I live. People be like, Toy, you mean? I'm not mean. Well, why aren't you nice? Nice for what? What do I gain from going out my way to be overly nice to anybody? I'm not going to disrespect you or be mean to you. But, <laughs> I mean, what more do you want from me? So, love it. Loves it. And I've been asking people out ever since it came out. Nice for what? Drake told me I had to be nice. You didn't hear the song? 
He said that for four minutes. You ain't got to be nice. And he gave you ways as to why somebody would want you to be nice and why you don't have to be nice because of, I mean, girl, bye. My next selection is OK Bitch by 2 Chainz. When I tell you that song jams, by the way, in this episode, the instrumental that is being played at the beginning is for OK Bitch. It just makes you want to twerk. It makes you want to get in a good mood. It gives you energy. That beat is everything. I need to find out who produced it. I love producers. You guys got to get up on your producers. Whoever produced that did that. That is a great song. You hear me? Just when you want to be real ratchet, you know. I'm, I'm half ratchet, half bougie. And that song brings out just the right amount of ratchet. You'll thank you for it later. It's on like an EP. I believe it's called The Play Doesn't Care Who Make It. I believe that's the name of the EP. It's four songs. I've talked to you guys for a long time. Hopefully the editing would not take as long. And I can have it out to you guys on today. Which is April the 23rd. Monday. But if it does take a while. I promise to have it out to you guys on Tuesday. If you're listening, please subscribe to my podcast. Please comment. Please share. Please follow me on my IG page, T with Toya B. T-E-A-W-I-T-H-T-O-Y-A-B. I would love your feedback on this episode. I will also love your feedback on anything I post. Certain things that I talk about on here aren't actually posted on my page or certain things I posted that won't be discussed here. So just stay in contact with your girl. Help her grow her podcast. With that being said, I holler.